<clears throat> Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Whew. What's uh, what's shaking for today? No idea. No idea. No idea. <laughs> I got this new cool thing that I just I don't I don't prep, and then we just go with the flow. Yeah, I had uh, this week is my women's real estate investing mastermind groups. Um, I keep them all in one week so that I have the other week off. And uh, we had our me a meeting last night. And uh, at the end, one of the women was like, so what are you guys talking about tomorrow morning? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Wayne either tells me five minutes before we start, or we leave it up to you. <laughs> On the topic of your, your mastermind, um, I'm extremely jealous. I know you say it all the time. Um, I had a fucking shitty day yesterday yeah. i had a really shitty day and i got through it um there was nothing i can do about what happened what transpired um and i processed it i analyzed it and i'm like well wait and there's nothing else you can fucking do today that's going to change the outcome you have to wait until tomorrow and i didn't want to do anything i just literally just wanted to like to go to sleep and just wait for the next day because like i'm just i'm just gonna feel like shit for the rest of the day nothing i can do about it um and i'm like gab can i can i sit in in, in your mastermind he's like i want to feel the way that you feel when you finish those calls <laughs> no bottle of beer or pizza could have changed my fucking mood yesterday <laughs> i'm like just let me sit in she's like no it's a women's real estate investing mastermind I'm like all right fine so yeah i'm gonna watch a little bit and TV. there was lots of uh laughing last night as well so when i uh, came upstairs after I was done the call. Wayne's like, well, that sounded fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <man. laughs> oh, well, I guess it's just, uh, yeah. Tis what it is. I'm lucky to be the girls who were in the mastermind last night then. <laughs> I'm feeling better today. I got a good night's sleep. And uh, that's not the point. I mean, pff, there's days like that. They come and, and there's things that are outside of your control and there's nothing you can do about it. So, you know, I, 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 like I said, I processed it. I looked, if there's anything I could have done to change the outcome or anything I could have done to make the outcome today better, then I would have done it. And I did, and there's nothing I can do. So no sense in complaining about it. You just get through it. Yeah. But uh, real estate investing, entrepreneurship, owning businesses. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. And that's why it's so, so, so important to celebrate the wins. Because they do not come um, often. The the lows tend to come a lot more. But the highs tend to be a lot more impactful. Yeah. They mean that the, they're way more valuable. Well, it's funny because like, especially I'd say like this past week, like this past like seven days <clears throat> has been like a daily roller coaster. We'll be like, yay, we're celebrating. And then like, what the is happening? And then yay, this happened. And then what like i feel like literally daily has been yeah. like up down up down up down 
So, but that's that's the life. Got to roll with it. You're you're shaking shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going against the grain naturally, of course. You're going to get resistance. Yeah. Um fuck, like it was so weird. Like I almost said it out loud yesterday a few times. I'm like, "You know what? Why don't I just go back to doing what the fuck I was doing? You know what I mean? Why don't I just go back to the easy? Why don't I just go back to, you know, like I could I could get that job back, no problem." And it was so like knowing what I know now, you know what I mean? The mindset that I've developed now, I would I would do it so much better than I did before. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be so much more grateful for, you know, what I had and the benefits and the and the, the pension and oh, and the Special overtime. Those benefits. <laughs> well, go book in a massage. Don't don't stress about that. Um but I I do it so differently. You know what I mean? Because before it was just like that what I had was like it it wasn't what I could have. You know what I mean? I was looking at this like, I'm tired of going to my job every day. I want something more for my life. So I set the bar so fucking high and for, you know, what I want. And then some days, you know, like yesterday, I'm just like, you know what? Like if I could go back to that, I, 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 man, I would, I would really like it. And I would, I would, I would, I'd do it differently. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then I snapped out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, because uh, there's, 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 there's no growth in comfort. There's no growth in the comfort zone. And I have put myself in some pretty discomfortable positions <laughs> and I have to endure it in order to, to grow. And uh, yeah, I hope, I hope the outcomes that I'm, that I want um, that I'm hoping for, um, you know, are achieved today. If not, I know exactly what I'm doing for tomorrow. It's, it's just a matter of riding the waves. But not to depress everybody this morning, it's just, <laughs> I, um, we didn't know what we were going to talk about. I literally turned the mic on. I'm like, uh, well, why don't I just talk about how I'm feeling? <laughs> Is <sighs> Janet says, uh, we are celebrating finishing our bathroom renovation. Yay. Congrats. Fuck now yeah. To, now I have to finish moving and start next the next two renovations. That's awesome. Yeah, celebrate that. Is this the bathroom renovation in Edmonton? I'm guessing so, because they just moved. Jenna, I want to hear about your, your renovation. <laughs> I want you to call in. Ooh. I want you to call in and I want to hear about this renovation. Oh, I want to call in Calgary. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now we have to finish moving and start the next. Oh, now we have to finish moving and start the next renovation. Oh, okay. See, oh, see, if I just read yeah. <laughs> the words that you typed out, idea jenna how's it going hey it's going well how are you guys this morning good thank you good i'm doing good <laughs> good yeah <laughs> got a smile on our face we're having coffee yeah. you, betcha. you know what i know what i i need to get myself a coffee sponsor yeah <laughs> that's that's what we need we need we need i want some folgers to send me some money I want some of that. I want some of that Folgers money. <laughs> that would be hey, nice. What's going on, Janet? You're in Edmonton now. Actually, I'm back in Calgary because I haven't finished packing my house. Mm. And it's my husband has a job here in Calgary, and then once he gets this job finished, they're transferring him to Edmonton. So that's why we're moving to oh. Edmonton and bought a house there. Okay. And we're going to be renovating that bathroom 
and uh, the master bathroom and the master bedroom because it's old. Yeah. I'll and it needs, me. yeah, it needs updating and because he spoils me. <laughs> <laughs> and we do all the work ourselves except for the plumbing. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the house we're currently in, we are doing the floors and the trim. Okay. Awesome. Do you guys do that? Like all of that? Well, you said besides the plumbing, like do you, but do you guys regularly renovate or just kind of when needed on properties? Uh, No, we do it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except for the plumbing, the electrical um, roofs and stuff like that. But other than that, we do everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Plus he has a full-time job. (laughs) Yep. Hey, we've been there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing this for four years now. So yeah. Well, I'll be excited to get everything wrapped up and get you guys all settled in and yeah. I I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. The grandkids are in Edmonton. So that was one of the things that really prompted us to move there. Yeah, you're like, sure, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as we heard the second one was coming along, we went, "Um, I think we want to be in Edmonton. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you for calling in and yeah, enjoy the coffee. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah. Hopefully we get to see you at the next open house, the next little networking event. You will. You will. We were in Edmonton, but the kids were, they had plans to go to the zoo in Edmonton. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. At that time. So it was, it was family time. Did they do anything cool on Halloween at the zoo? Uh, Well, they gave out candy and no, not really. There was no entertainment (laughs) or anything, if that's what you're meaning. They didn't dress up the horses like lions? No. (laughs) Nope. <laughs> that's, if, if I ran a zoo, that's what I'd do. I would dress up animals as other animals. Okay. There's there's something I have to say about that. Do not dress your small child up as a tiger and go to the lynx cage. Because that oh. lynx stalked that little girl. I was a little wow. bit worried. Oh, man. That's scary. For about 20 minutes. <laughs> For about 20 minutes, a little three-year-old. And I was like, okay, uh, let's, that child should move on. (laughs) And the dad saw it and he's like going, yep, let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, well, you guys have a great day and thanks for asking me to call in. (laughs) Thanks, Jenna. Take care. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Awesome. I um I gotta do a little bit of an audio test here because it looks like the Gabby's audio um was a little oh, um, yeah how am I sounding? Well, I just I looked at our mixer and I noticed that something was was off, so I adjusted it. But uh, oh, it's better now. Are awesome. we equal? You know, okay, a little <laughs> harmony, a little a little. Do. La 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 la. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> oh man, what does everybody want to talk about today? I, I seriously, we could go in any direction. We have a few ideas, but like, I, I want, I want people to, to, I want you guys to choose what we talk about today. Anything. I, you know what I'm curious about? I'm curious what is preventing you from doing whatever you need to do today? Yeah. Yeah. Each of you have your own thing that you're working on. Yeah. And each of you have some dumb excuse that's in the middle of it. And like, it's right in the way of it. 
And I'm curious what that dumb excuse is. And maybe we can work together, you know, the three of us or the lot of us and f- try and find a way. Yeah, I said the whole lot of us, the lot of us. <laughs> uh, maybe we can find a way to uh, to work through it or, you know, maybe. Like I did yesterday, having a shitty day, I just processed it and and just came to the conclusion that there is nothing I can do about it. And you know what? Sometimes that's 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 totally fine. It's yeah. totally fine if there's nothing you can do about it. You've done everything that you can do. I did everything I could do yesterday. I've done everything so far that I can do today. <laughs> Pretty early. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> first thing I did, I turned off the email. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do not want that seeping through. Hey, you guys, that's a good pro tip for, uh, sorry, just since you said it, but like oh, that's been, that was a like major game changer in running our business is, um, and we don't always do it. We go through, sometimes you need a good reminder. <laughs> uh, you need a really bad email to come through at 11.45 p.m. or at 3 a.m. when you roll over to don't check what time it is. Don't remind me about that email at 11.45 p.m. from the other day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sometimes you need the reminder, but turning your email off at 5 p.m., like your business email mm-hmm. or the email that you're tenants contact you through or whatever just like turning your email off when the day is over so that when a random shit email comes through it's not consuming you in the evening or in the middle of the night or first thing in the morning when Mm -hmm. you you know get up and um are turning off your alarm and you see the notification there like don't let stuff consume you in those precious moments like when you go to a job you know, like when you leave the office, you leave the office unless yeah. you're a manager and you have a whatever, a work phone or, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, being able to just like walk away and then come back to it fresh in the morning after you've gotten ready and got the kids away. Like that's pretty powerful because as business owners, um, it can be really hard to turn it off because you're you're responsible for the success of your business. So, mm-hmm. you know, it can be really hard not to just be in it for tw- like the 24 hours of the day and, and all hours of the night. So turning that email off at five and turning it back on at eight or nine is a game changer. Yeah. Game changer. I think it's the worry. I think it's the worry that you're going to miss something and that you could have stopped it. You know, if there was a flood at one of my, you know, a water issue at one of my suites, I want to know so I can handle it. Yeah. But we put measures in place. Yeah. We put measures in place by telling our tenants that there's a communication agreement. You can email us between, what is it, 8 a.m. and 4 p.m.? Yeah. And then our emails are off. If there is an emergency, call this number, which is my phone number. And here is a list of emergencies. Yeah. Or you know, a compa- something that you can do to gauge whether what this is an emergency or not. If your smoke detector is beeping, that is not an emergency. Don't call me. And if they call me with something like that, they're going to fucking hear it. <laughs> <laughs> because what you know what? It's not always, you know, an email that's saying, hey, there's, you know, water dripping in from the ceiling. It's going to be some stupid email that's like, hey, my smoke detector is beeping or hey, my, give me an example. Well, could, are you thinking of like silly things? Oh, the, the latch on, on the fence uh, gate isn't, isn't latching properly. So you're going to be sitting there with your kid or kids 
And you're going to be either eating dinner, you're going to be making dinner, you're going to be post dinner playing some game with your kid because you said, I got an hour, I had to play with this kid. Um, and then I got to get them ready for sleep. Or you're getting them ready for sleep, you're brushing, helping them brush their teeth or whatever else. Like, you got, you got shit going on. And then to see an email that says, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Janet, oh, hey, I'm thinking of getting a cat. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Another good example. I'm thinking of getting a cat. And then like the so now it's on your mind is like, why isn't that latch latching? Like, what is what did they do? Did they, they beat up the fence? Did someone break it? Who am I going to call? Shit. We talked about this yesterday, the day before. I don't have, I don't a, handyman. have a handyman <laughs> to fix a latch on a gate. So that means I got to go drive all the way down there and like, fuck, they got a dog. So that means I probably got to do that tomorrow because if it's not latching, then the dog's going to get out and then it's going to be an issue. How are they going to let the dog out? Because I know they just open up the back door and let the dog out to go pee and poo. So like, and then, oh, oh shit, the cat, they know that we, that they're not allowed to have a cat. So you go run over to your husband or they want to get a cat. They don't, they can't get a cat. We told them it's not pet friendly. Or the worst one is just, is like when you get that email being like, I need to break my lease. Then you're consumed. Like, oh, again, other side of the, you know, but I, what I'm saying is even the simplest of emails yeah. will consume your mind. It will yeah. consume. And if you, if you're successful, whatever you consider success and you have lots of tenants, it just amplifies the the probability of getting those emails on a regular basis. Cause they're not emailing you during the day while they're at work. They're emailing you while they're sitting on their couch and watching NCIS. Do people still watch NCIS? I don't know. I don't know, just a <laughs> generic show on CBS. Yeah. But ultimately what it is, is, and also like, are you responding to those at 9 p.m.? Like, what, like, are you, it's, it's boundaries. <laughs> like, you need to set boundaries and expectations with tenants as well. And if you're allowing them, if, by not turning off your email and you're, you know, receiving that email, it doesn't matter when they send it. They can send an email whenever they want. But the expectation that they're not going to hear back from you yeah. until regular business hours. Otherwise, you're just like, you're open for them to just like literally be with you all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Even if you get that email, like don't respond to them until, oh, it's that way. Sorry. Uh, yeah, don't respond to them until the next day, until regular business hours. Set that boundary. Let them know that that's when you'll get back to them. We're just not expecting about, to hear. We're just from talking you. about tennis, but you, you and I, well, me especially, I've got how many different email accounts? Yeah, too many. We've got our rentals email. We have our investments email. So we keep the investments email separate from the rentals accounts. So yeah. um, <clears throat> any acquisitions, joint venture partners. Um, Accountants, bookkeepers, Accountants, bookkeepers, trades. all that stuff goes into our investments email. And then we have a rentals email and that's just for tenant communications and any receipts and invoices for any tenant repairs. Um, I've got my podcast email. I've got my other business email. I've got my personal email. Sometimes yeah. I even accidentally click on Gabby's email, which she absolutely hates. She's like, what are you doing getting notifications for my email? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just turn Gmail on and they all turn off. She hates it. I call it, I'll turn it off right now. Stop doing it. What are you hiding anyway in your email that you're so <laughs> defensive about? I was gonna say, like, Wade and I are both completely open books. Like, I I know all of well, we basically have the same passwords yeah. for our entire lives. So like I could log into his Facebook if I wanted, I could log into his email, whatever. Like, we're very open in that way. Neither of us have anything to hide. But it just annoys me when 
when I hear like our phones buzz at the same time and I know that it's like an email from my account, I'm like, why do you have my email on? <laughs> the same time I get super annoyed because it's nothing but like BOGOs yeah, like- <laughs> from like West Edmonton Mall and this clothing shop and this thing When that happens, here. Wayne will like be on the other side of the house and you'll just hear BOGO. <laughs> Like, why don't you unsubscribe from these things? How do you deal with this all day? How do you deal with this? I unsubscribe all the time and nothing ever changes. You need a fresh email. You need a fresh start. (laughs) Yeah. So as I was saying, so with so many, okay, (laughs) here we go. This actually, this actually helps my point. Um, With all of the different emails that you have on, I get a notification for a BOGO and I'm just like, oh my fucking God, would you please unsubscribe? And she's like, get out of my email. (laughs) It's the I'm not it's, a monster, it's, you guys. It, it, <laughs> it, it consumes me. Yeah, it consumes my energy. I, I'm exaggerating, but it consumes my energy because it's a, it's a distraction. I was just about to say it's, it's all just distractions, about. and it's like especially when you're trying to be present with you know your kids and all that kind of stuff. It's like I don't know. I just I I wish actually it's a good point. Like we should we you and i wayne should be better at just like leaving the phones you know what i mean oh he's how many times have we said that how many times <laughs> and it, have we said it that? sticks for a while and it feels good and then it creeps back in just like anything it's uh but yeah it feels good to just like not pay attention to our phones and what's going on it's all those little distractions that just like take your attention away and yeah these are our precious moments when you're trying to focus in on kids and family and I think I'm pretty good in that hour, hour and a half stretch there, like with dinner and uh, and and just before bed, because like for me, I have to keep my phone handy because I have I have I have mentees, I mentor people, and um, so they they have all access to me. So if they need questions answered, I'm I I've I've said it. I'm gonna answer your questions at any time of day. I mean, unless I'm in a meeting, you'll miss me by an hour. Like I'm eating dinner, like I'll catch it in an hour. It's not gonna ruin your life. But I want to, I have to be there for the people that count on me. So I need to be able to answer those questions, you know, as quickly as possible. So I'm, other people aren't, aren't waiting. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's, I, I hate that. I hate going back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. I hate just sitting there and, and having something I could do to make having this Having to wait. Yeah. Wait and then, people. you know, not having that answer. So um, if there's anything I can do to help get someone through that, to give them that certainty that either A, there is something that they can do or B, there's nothing that they can do. Um, and I feel obligated to do that. But, um, at the same time, like I give out my, my cell phone number to, to everyone and say, Hey, text me your questions. Yeah. Like, again, like I, that's just, that's just, that's just me. I love, I love to contribute. Um, I, I know what it's like to not have an answer and for it to eat away at you. Yeah. And if, if I can answer that, if someone has a question and I can answer it very quickly in five seconds, cause I know the answer hundred percent, I'll do it if, if, if I can. So. Um, that's a difficult one for me because that means that just like constantly I'm getting dinged all day and that's literally what happens. I get dinged all day, Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Um, but in the evenings it's, it's good to just turn it off if you can. You know what I do actually, I turn off my email notifications and then I go sit down on my computer and like, I'm okay with it. I have the, I choose which tabs that I open up, which emails that I open Mm -hmm. up. If I'm curious about what's going on in that business, I'll open it up and see what's going on and I'll deal with it. And then I'll close it. And I do that during the day sometimes too, a lot. Actually, if I if I have a very busy day in my calendar, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm tied up for most of the day. I will open up certain emails on my computer, take a peek at it, 
you know, deal with the ones that I want to deal with. And then I'll mark them as unread if I want to deal with them later. And then I'll just close that window and I'll deal with it later. There's nothing wrong with that. They can wait 24 hours. Fuck, people make me wait 24 hours all the time. So yeah, um, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Hey, I have a little uh, change of topic. Something sure. just popped into my head. I'm curious, and you guys can put it in the in the comments, uh, those of you who are listening. But it was rent day yesterday, and shit, did you do your checklist? I did. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's rent day yesterday, and um, I'm curious if everybody got all their rent, or if somebody's going to be posting 14 day <clears throat> evictions, or what's the deal? Um, did everybody get paid yesterday? Mm-hmm. Um, I know during our um, women's real estate investing mastermind call last night, our last person. So I thought that we had received everyone's rent um, before yesterday. Mm -hmm. But once I got the checklist out, I realized that there was um, two we were waiting on. So one came in in the morning and then the last one came in during our call last night. So at like nine, uh, I don't know, eight or nine o'clock last night. So we're fully paid. Um, I'm curious to know who that one at 930 last night was. And you know what? Thank God you had your email off because if your email was on. No, I had, I had, I leave my uh, email on, on rent days because I want to make sure that rent gets paid. (laughs) You weren't stressed at all? No. Oh, and I was actually, I was going to allude to that because, you know, I think that when you're starting out in your business or if you're like a new landlord, that those emails can be like soul crushing when they come in. And you're just like, I don't know how to handle this and I don't know what to do. And I'm so stressed out. And these are all new situations for me that like that, deeper on that, yeah. that is like the big important time of when you should be turning those emails off. But like, as you become an experienced landlord, like now I'd say that I often forget to turn off my emails. Like if I'm being honest with you guys, I probably can't remember the last time that I actually did. Actually, I think there was maybe a day last week where I told you I had to send um, a, out an important email and then I'm like, I'm turning off our work emails um, just because I don't want to think about it for the rest of the night if there's a quick reply or whatever. Yeah. But um, I don't do it very often anymore. And that's because nothing really bothers me anymore. Like I used to be so full of anxiety over everything that happened with our tenants and now I've grown so much and I've become so confident and I've really become like an expert in what we're doing to the point where nothing really bothers me anymore. Oh, a tenant's going to break their lease. Whatever. We deal, deal with, with it. it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Um, Are you numb? No, I'm not numb. I just know how to deal with things. I know what to do. I know what what our desired outcomes are. I know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just... I'm there's a say it, say it, say my favorite word. What starts with a C, E, <laughs> certainty, certainty, yeah, yeah. It I really have. that's what it comes down to certainty yeah. and uncertainty, yeah. So, those emails really don't bother me anymore. There's the odd one that I'm just like, uh, it's for me, what it now comes down to is it's that, like we just said, it's that distraction, mm-hmm. it's that thing that just like pulls you away for a moment. Where I I'm don't like, like giving away my energy. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I I audit my energy. Yeah, and, uh, man, I sound like <laughs> a yogi. <laughs> I audit your energy. <laughs> Keep it tight to your chest. No, I, Courtney like, says, "Yay, rent day, we got paid. Awesome." I, a lot Good of people stuff. got paid except for Janet. Um, Janet I, didn't get paid. One out of nine. About? Oh, okay. I needed to scroll down. Missing one out of nine. Janet, I, so curious, do you what do you what do you do on the second of the month? Do you serve 14 day or do you deal it kind of one offs? What see what the situation is? 
I'm curious, did you cut me off from talking about energy because you thought I was going to get into astrology? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> subconsciously. Like I was, I was, you guys could hear me. I was trying there, but like she just like, nope, we're, we're going to go back to rent. <laughs> we are not going down this, this wormhole. Yeah. Ah, you get it? The wormhole? Okay. Yeah, you get so it. So rent you guys, hey? You get it? <laughs> Courtney says, and all the planets are in retrospect. Well, when you're never going to live some things down. That's the problem is you uh, you try to get into astrology and um, yogi energies, auditing your energies, and then people can use it against you because you don't have any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about now? Jesus. Uh, Kathleen, literally just before midnight, but got paid. Awesome. Yeah, some of them uh, really push it. <laughs> Probably had something to do with the moon. Yeah, definitely. We had like, um, like I said, though, I think there was two, yeah, two that we were waiting on one that paid in the morning and then one later in the evening, but um, literally like 99% had had paid in the days leading up. And so what I do is depending when the first falls. Um, so I knew that it was on a Monday this time. So I think on Thursday or Friday, I sent out, um, I sent out email reminders, um, just pay. Hey, just reminder, rent's due on the first. Be transferred over when you're able. Mm -hmm. um, and and then the rent the e-transfers <clears throat> just start flooding in like right after that email is sent. So it's usually fully paid before the before rent day. You did a Facebook post about this or Instagram post recently about how you do that. And I remember one, if not more, people saying, Oh, well, that's not very good because yeah. what you're doing is you're you're basically telling your tenants that you don't trust them and that it's, you have to remind them. And that's not a great way to maintain your relationship with them. Well, sir or madam, I disagree. I kept my mouth shut on, on Facebook, but now you get oh, to hear me. Now you get real Wayne. No, I just disagree. I, I just think oh, they're that's wrong. It. Okay. I just I think that yeah, somebody had said I would be so offended if I received that email. I always pay everything on time and blah blah blah, and it's like calm down <laughs> first, and second, like it is a friendly reminder that is expected. We when we sign on new tenants, we tell them that we send out monthly reminders before the first of the month that rent will be due. It's not the email is not like a cold. Um, your rent's due. Why haven't you paid yet? Yeah. Or I don't trust that you're going to pay your rent. So this is your last reminder. Yeah. Like, no, that's not what it is. And we set the expectation up front and or their expectation that they're going to receive that email. Yeah. So and it works like I'm sorry, but I would 1000 percent rather offend one person and receive all of my rent before the first of the month than be waiting until 959 and realizing that some people just forgot. Because newsflash, you guys, not everybody is as organized as you are. Like They don't I, have calendars. They don't have calendars with reminders to pay their rent. They're just like, oh yeah, I'll remember on the first, and people forget. Yeah, yeah uh, Courtney says, like a confirmation message about your appointment. I'm yes. always happy to get those. 1,000%, that's exactly what it's like. Thank you, Courtney. The tone of our email matches the intent that we're trying to get yeah. the outcome that we're trying to get it's not like it's like like gabby says not harsh it's not abrasive it, the tone is you know hey just letting you guys know it's on the you know the 26th and the rent's coming up on the first 
That's it. And they get it every month. So they're like, okay, this is just an automated thing. Yeah. Just like Courtney said, it's a confirmation message. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the alternative is to just, you know what? Leave it in their hands. And then they make a mistake. And then they get the email, you know, that, hey, your rent is late. We'll be posting an eviction notice today. And everything this is else, your late charge. This is your late charge. Because they're late, you better charge the late fee. Otherwise, they're going to do it every time. Yeah, they're so, going to walk all over you. And then that is way worse. Be so proactive. Be proactive. Just send out the automated message to all your tenants. Nine times out of 10, they... And they if just, you have a Karen that's being offended, maybe it's time to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Very rarely does a Karen slip in. Um, my tenant profile is 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 tight, yeah. and uh, I know exactly who I'm looking for and who I'm choosing. Yeah. Which I want to get into uh, that conversation here sometime this week about choosing um, the right tenant and how to choose your tenant profile. Someone actually recently asked me on a coaching call about that. Um, they heard the term tenant profile. They just didn't really quite understand what that was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so that's something we can talk about in the future here. But um, you were mentioning earlier that it doesn't bother you when you said that you weren't numb. And I, I mentioned my what, favorite word. What, do you think word. I'm numb? No, I'm just oh, okay. curious. Um, some Certainty. people are like, I'm just so numb to it. I just, you know, it doesn't bother me anymore. I've, I've, I've felt that I've, I've, I've been, been through everything. I've been through everything. And <laughs> a better way to say that is that I've been through You've everything. You've grown. You've grown and you know how to handle any situation. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly what I said. Like, I'm confident. I feel like I'm an expert. <clears throat> I can't be surprised because I've gone through lots and I've learned from it all and I know what our outcomes are. And that's exactly it. Like, if you're thinking, yeah, if you're thinking that like, oh, I'm just numb now. Yeah. Rephrase that because you're cutting yourself short. Yeah. Knowing how to handle every situation um, makes things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you said, you've, you've dealt with every outcome. So you could literally, I can hit you with any possible scenario right now. And Gabby knows how to handle it. And, and to be honest, you know what, if you guys are listening, you still there? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> call in right now or write in the messages with a bad scenario. And I'm 99% sure Gabby can, can give you exactly how she's going to handle oh, don't it. Don't put me on the spot. Um, Kathleen asks, how would you implement email communication with existing tenants? Um, I, th- I think that's, that's actually, awesome. well, I don't, I think it's pretty easy because, um, here we go. Told you, you can hit her with anything. <laughs> She's ready. Um, cause Kath- uh, Kathleen is in one of my, um, mastermind groups, but in one of my other mastermind groups, um, this topic came up and she actually has done exactly that. She has implemented our strategy because she's like, oh my God, I don't need to have tenants texting me and like, and calling me all the time about all this stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, preserve your time and your energy people. Like, don't like, please (laughs) implement this. (laughs) (laughs) Audit the energy. (laughs) Um, So I, what I would do is I would literally construct an email. And so we have a communications agreement and Kathleen, I'm more than happy to share that with you. That just states that the, this is the, the communication going forward, that it's going to be through um, email and it kind of outlines in an emergency. This is the contact. Um, If you cannot contact us in, if you can't get through to us in an emergency, this is the line. If you have a flood, this is a line. If there's an electrical, like here's the emergency people to contact in your city. And, um, 
and then it just it just and then they sign it like we get them to sign it that they acknowledge it and whatnot and that these are the office hours yada yada and so if you if you get that template or put something together yourself then you just send that out to all of your tenants with an email explaining why you're implementing this and that it's to keep all your communication centralized Mm -hmm. for the best experience for everybody, yada, yada. And then you send it to them in your DocuSign or sign now or whatever signing app you use and get them to sign it Um, and just set the expectation. And that's exactly, or like if you've been texting with them or if you've only communicated them by with them by phone, then just give them a call or send them a text explaining that, you know, they're going to be receiving a communications agreement and don't be alarmed. This is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it. And, um, and I don't think it's like, it's nothing crazy to ask of them. It's, it's, and make sure that you're saying that it's for a better experience for them. Yeah. Um, it, for us, because of the amount of properties that we have, we like to keep all of our communications, you know, centralized into one spot so that we're not digging through phone call notes and our notepad and emails and, and texts and everything yeah. else. We keep it in one central location so that way we can serve you better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, I had um, a, one of the ladies in my other mastermind group implement it um, just in the last several months she was going through getting all of her tenants on board. So you can do it. Yeah. Maybe maybe I missed it, but how do, how do you go about doing that? You just call them? Yeah, well, however you've been communicating with them previously, like just give them a heads up that that's what you're going to be doing. So communicate that with them and then send, and then send it to them. Gabby, how do you handle it when they still text you? Because I know that we have one tenant that, that will not read emails um, and she'll text you from time to time. Yeah, so I had to start ignoring because I every time I would be like, please please email the the rentals email and um, our system will get back to you. And I would, I would just leave it at that. Like, please, I would just a reminder, please email, please email. I wouldn't respond to whatever the question was. I wouldn't do anything, just please email. But it would keep happening and keep happening. So I eventually had to just um, ignore it yeah. until she got the point that she had to email. I, I think I had it happen once when I found a tenant. Um, and I just let him know, okay, thank you. I got this. I'm going to send it off. Um, I'm going to send you an email right now. It's going to summarize our text or our phone call. And then for going forward, please, you know, use the, use the email. Um, And then I would send an email summarizing our phone call. Mm -hmm. And even when someone calls it an emergency too, I still, I always send a follow-up email afterwards, summarizing the phone call that we just had. um, And and that's it. And then just at the bottom of the email, I say, just please keep, you know, for situations like this, please keep the communications to email. Um, yeah, super simple. Yeah. Um, we never had an issue with a tenant who um, who didn't agree. We have a caller coming in here. But, oh, okay. Um, very rarely, except for that one. They're just like, yeah, I'll just be honest with you. I don't, I don't use email. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're sorry. I, good morning. This who is, is uh, Brand. How are you? I thought it was Brand, <laughs> but your your name's all cryptic. That's yeah, a weird <laughs> name, kind of, eh? Good morning. Morning. Um, I just have a question. So what would you do if you found out your tenant was subletting or there was unauthorized people or pets in your place? That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I would. Do you mind just turning your volume down? Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. Or if you have headphones, plug them in real fast. 
Oh yeah, it's still pretty echoey. Um, I I would start the eviction process if they are in um, violation of their lease agreement, and those are things that you have said are not allowed in your rental property. I would start the eviction process. I wouldn't mess around with it. I like obviously they don't have the. Let's use let's answer both examples first, uh, like separately. Um, the un uh, well, there's three. There's an extra person. That's not on the lease. There's subletting to someone completely differently. It's completely different. And then there's lastly, an unauthorized pet. You're putting me on the spot. Okay. I'll do the first one. If it's an extra person, a boyfriend, (laughs) uh, an auntie that just moved into town or whatever, um, just say, hey, you know, like only the authorized people on the lease. Um, Adults, only the authorized adults in the lease. So we're just going to have to add them to the lease. But unfortunately, like we're going to need to, we're going to need to see a credit check. And we're going to have to go through the whole process. We'll make it real quick. They're just have, have them send. Application. Was that? They'd have to fill out an application. Fill out an application because you need all their information. Because in the event that your original tenant moved out and Auntie stays, then you need to know how to, you know, go after her in the event that she stops paying rent. So all of those things that you gathered, all that information that you gathered um, in the application to, you know, for for your backup for later on down the road, if, if anything ever happened. If you don't have that, then and your original tenant leaves, then you need to be able to go after Auntie. Um, but then again, I mean, you also have the option to go after the original person too. Anyone who's on the lease, you can go after them. You don't have to go after them uh, both. You can go after one individually. Yeah. As long as you haven't released one of them from, from their the obligations yeah. to the lease. Yeah. Yeah. So the second one will be sublet. Yeah. So subletting, I think it's crazy when people allow subletting, (laughs) first of all, because you are in zero control of your property now. I mean, yes, you can still go after the original person, but it gets becomes so much more complicated. And so at that point, if they have done that without notifying you, without asking you anything, that is a, to me, that is like major violation of the lease. And yeah, you're not coming back from that. You're not going to, you know, make it okay. So at that point, I would, I personally, without, you know, talking it through, I would be starting the eviction process and getting an end to that and getting, gaining back control of your property. Because that's the other thing is that when somebody sublets out, like that can become very messy if Mm -hmm. they're like, I'm not leaving, I have a lease agreement, like all that type of stuff. So I would immediately, um, start that process and make sure that you're doing everything to a T correctly because there's m- many more things that can go wrong in the process. And like I said, like people saying that they're not going to leave because they have this lease agreement in place and yada, yada. So you really need to be on your A game and make sure I would even like suggest enlisting the help of, you know, like eviction specialists to make sure that um, you're doing everything correctly and everything in your power as the landlord who did, who was not allowing the subletting. Mm-hmm. Um just to make sure nothing goes wrong in that process. Animals, unauthorized animals. That's very similar. I would say uh, a point of no return because if someone went out and got a new puppy and you're like, Hey, we don't allow puppies. They're not just going to give their puppy. They're away. not going to go and just put it on the doorstep. They're going <laughs> to give it back. Um, you know, if, it, yeah, it, unless of course it was like, you know, they, decided to bring their their family dog you know into there but their mom and dad can still go back and take it i mean you have to like it depends on your suite if you have 
if it's no well, that's pets, the other thing is like are you pet friendly and they had one pet and now they got a second one that you didn't approve but are you really probably okay with it you just wish they would have told you or are you strictly like no pets and now they brought in a pet didn't this so, happen with jackie wasn't no. jackie's dog no she's always asked she always asked okay. for um approval which we happily gave her mm. because i think that if it's pet friendly and they've done it but they didn't tell you that it's like there's kind of two ways to look at it it's like if you're like well it's okay and i'm just gonna but i'm gonna be charging you more pet rent and they agree to it then you're kind of like they got away with it and now they're kind of in charge like you know what i mean it kind of changes the dynamic whereas i don't know like it I, it really depends on where your stance is with it, I think. Yeah. Well, uh, now I'm, I, I feel like there was a couple circumstances where something like this happened. I know some of them asked, but then we said no. But there was the cat. There was the cat at that one property mm, yeah. that, you know, the neighbor, the, sorry, the other tenants in one of the other units said, hey, just we couldn't help but notice there's a cat in the window. And the Why can't one, we get a oh, cat? Why can't we get one? We yeah. want a rabbit. And yeah. we said, no, these are not pet friendly and they're not supposed to. And that's especially when you've got, you know, multiple tenants in the same property. It's like, well, how come they got it? Well, I'm not going to, do I really want to open up that can of worms? Yeah. So um, if it's, if it's not a pet friendly place, then the eviction, I would say just go with eviction because um, yeah, they broke their lease. Hey, animals got to be gone immediately. Otherwise we're going to be sending an eviction notice. You got 48 hours. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's it. Treat like a business move on. They, Life is full of decisions. They made that decision. So that's the that's our problem. Did that answer your questions, Brent? Yeah, you bet. Okay, buddy. Um, yeah, well, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. All right, thanks. Could definitely talk about that for a while. Yeah. We, love, we love pets, though. Yes. Um, I think that... All except four of our units are pet friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Why aren't those ones? Yeah. Uh, several reasons. Um, it was a, a new build, has carpets. So yeah. carpets equal not great with pets. Yeah. <laughs> Too many things can go wrong. <laughs> um, you got brand new A carpet. wear and tear, like on carpets, uh, especially bigger dogs, it's just really hard on it. Um, Cats peeing on carpet equals basically point of no return. Needs to be torn up. Needs to be. <laughs> yeah, or dogs. Uh, if it's if there's been other dogs living there. Yeah. Marking their territory. Yeah. So yeah, um, it was a new property has carpet um, on the upper floor, and then also um, it's several units sharing common space, outdoor common space, yeah. and um, we just didn't want you know, it's, it becomes that like, oh, well, who, like people letting their dogs out without, you know, watching them and then somebody else is in the yard and like all that kind of stuff. We just didn't want, like, we're fine with suited properties where there's two tenants and they're sharing and they each have pets and like, it's okay in that sense. But, you know, when you have four tenants or more in a common property and there's animals, I just feel like that space becomes, becomes more of an issue. So that's kind of why we shied away from it for that specific property. But otherwise, all of our properties are pet friendly. Um, So many people have pets. When you start limiting that, you really limit your potential pool of tenants, um, like dramatically. So we, we would rather make sure that we just find a responsible pet owner than to remove them completely and not allow them. Yeah. Um, And also like, 
we have pets ourselves. Like we have a dog, like it's, I don't know, like I just, to me, it just seems weird not to allow pets as long as you're making sure that you're doing your due diligence and that they're responsible pet owners. And, you know, like I'd say the vast majority of pets aren't like out there damaging unless you've found an irresponsible pet owner. Yeah. So. You know, I'm curious. What? Who the heck is Tony at Tawana Properties? I just, you know what, to be honest, Tony, <laughs> you've just been sitting there all really quiet. But I, what I just noticed, because I hadn't, I hadn't noticed, I noticed your little. Um, dad. Yeah. Well, it says husband, dad, investor. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I like that. I like, I like that. Uh, <laughs> that's. That's, that's me too. I'm a husband and a dad. <laughs> you and me, we got a lot in common. <laughs> I, uh, I've always seen the dad part. And then I just saw it like in his little um, avatar that it says husband and investor as well. So I, I don't know who that is. I don't. Reveal yourself, Tony. We, we are yeah, <laughs> for life. We're bros for life. <laughs> um, so we yeah. talked about tenants today. Yeah. Talk Actually, about- we're trying to fill a vacancy right now. Well, I am. And I'm I'm doing a poor job at it. We have so much going on that it's oh, been so yeah. hard to I, stay I on top of. I want to spend the last 10 minutes and talking about how you are not doing what you say you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tony's calling in here. Oh, so. hey, Tony. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm just a dad investor guy in Red Deer. <laughs> been listening right to your on. podcast for back in the day with a real, uh, real estate investor dad and transitioning over to your morning show now try not to wake the kids of course they're in the next room but uh oh, that's, that's why I'm amazing generally quiet this time of day yeah you have a voice for radio as well eh? has anyone ever told you that <laughs> most people say they can't uh they can't hear me most of the time oh so, quiet i'm surprised to say that maybe it's because i have a microphone to my face <laughs> maybe maybe it is. Uh, just just throwing a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And yeah. um and uh yeah, I thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investor Dad podcast as well. Um I you know, it's it's nice. Actually, I want to send you um I want to send you a, a coffee mug, a Real Estate Investor Dad coffee mug. So uh-huh, awesome. Um yeah, so send me um if you can email me at info@reimorningshow.com at um okay. just with your address and we'll get that mailed off to you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And then you can uh, you can enjoy it while you're listening every morning. Yeah, your cup of coffee. <laughs> I could use some coffee right about now. <laughs> All right, awesome. then. Thanks, well, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, yeah, thanks for calling in. Yeah, cheers. Thanks so much for putting these uh, these programs together and sharing this information. It's uh, really given me the kick in the butt to get started up the last, last couple of years. So thanks so oh, much. That's awesome. Yeah, no worries. And, and uh, I want to hear from you more this week. I want to hear what's going on with you and what you're working on. Um, oh, you know, maybe I'll try help you out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Have a great day. Cheers, guys. Bye. <laughs> we bros now in the comments. That's it. <laughs> so we're bros for life. <laughs> um, yeah i I don't want to I don't want to put you on the spot and and, uh, and criticize you publicly. I was just kidding <laughs> about not not doing what you say you're going to do, but. Uh, because of all this this chaos, um, we funny thing is that Mike and I talked about implementation of email communications just this morning. Oh, that's amazing! That's great. <laughs> um, We're connected through astrology. <laughs> you um, now I'm trying to change the subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we've been so busy that uh, 
the the priorities, um, the list of priorities is finding a tenant for that suite has been at the bottom of that that yeah. that, that part. And I think I think it just has to do with. Um, I just don't want. You just to. don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making excuses because I don't want to. And here's the thing is that like we don't plan vacancies for fall and winter. Like we have all of our vacancies lined up spring and summer. And this was um, a tenant had to break her lease, which we agreed to, which normally we don't. Um, but we agreed to and we have uh, rent covered um, for last month and for this month. So there's that element of like, oh, we're OK, we're covered. I like the lack of of the sense of urgency. Um but with that being said, like, I know that as time goes on, our pool of potential tenants is dwindling because people don't like moving in November and in December. So I do need to get on it and I do need to be more serious about it. Um, and the thing with this vacancy also is like, this is um, our, our first on purpose rental property. Mm -hmm. And um, it's in, um, it's in Mill Woods, but it's in like, um, I don't know, like it's, it's not a fancy, it's not a fancy brand new rental property. It's an affordable rental. It's an affordable rental. And you've heard us talk about it, how I much prefer filling a Leduc vacancy over an Edmonton vacancy. Yeah. And then you get like a little bit of an older rental property. And it's just like this whole new um, kind of like tenant base that you're in or tenant yeah. profile that you're in. And it's not the funnest one to fill. So yeah, it's, it's going it's through the a least lot. desirable tenant profile. Yeah. That we have. And it's going through a lot of messages and just like to the point where you're just like all all I do quickly is I pop up their profile and you see like the thugs, the 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 gang signs, yeah. the with a bandanas. Bandanas and a smoke hanging out of your mouth and a beer in your hand. Like I prejudge so quickly. <laughs> you know, underneath their name is their bio. Yeah. So it's, uh, so yeah, this, this one's just like also kind of exhausting, but like once we find great tenants, like they're there for so long, yeah. like, um, the, the girl and her kids that just moved out, um, it was a single mom with, uh, three kids and <laughs> she was in, she, we took a, a little bit of a chance on her. She was getting out of, you know, um, leaving her husband and all that kind of stuff, three very young kids. And, um, but she was, she was great. And she was, she fit the tenant profile and she stayed for over four years and she didn't want to move, but she had to move because of one of her daughter's um, schooling situations. So it's like, once you find the good ones, like they're the type of people that stay because they're not in the best situation to be able to purchase a property or, mm -hmm. you know, like what, you know, when tenants move on from those really good properties, it's usually into home ownership and those types right. of things. Whereas this is like their long-term tenants and the tenant in the basement has been with us for two or three years now already. Yep. And she's amazing as well. So it's like, she'll be there until she, she, I, don't know, I shouldn't say this cause it's, it's, that's kind of sexist. Um, until she, she, gets a boyfriend or girlfriend, you know what I mean? Until she can afford a little bit more. Um, I, I was going to about to say situation. until she gets a boyfriend, but it, it wouldn't have sounded good. But until her, 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 her situation changes, I yeah. think right now for her affordability, that's what she's, yeah, that's what she's she, just, she, she, and she'll good. stay she's here for a long yeah. time until her situation changes. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, it, it's, it's tough. And 
I've had the listing up for, I don't know, not too long now because we did a bunch of um, refreshing of the suite. Did, we talked about that, the major pa- painting, the entire suite and all that kind of stuff, fixing yeah. some things. Um, so I didn't have it listed right away and I just started advertising again. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's I need to, I need to get on it. I need to do better. Well, we for have, sure. we have, we have a system, we have rules like, you know, yeah. posting in a certain amount of times every day, changing up the listing, um, you know, uh, responding to people immediately, yeah. immediately, whenever someone um, sends a message, we want to be the first person to respond. And because of just the craziness, you know, sometimes you're missing that response or that message. And it's a half an hour, 45 minutes later, because you're on the phone. Yeah. Um, so it, it's tough. I've been, uh, I've been a little rude and, and reminding you the rental, <laughs> what are you doing about the rental? Oh, and then she's like, Oh shit, I better post that. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll keep you posted. Maybe we'll talk about filling uh, filling vacancies a little more this week. Yeah, since yeah. it's what we're doing right now. You know, we did we did a we did a master class on this uh, a few months back. Yeah, we did. Um, and I was thinking about that. That'd be a really good um, that'd be a really good giveaway as well. So maybe when we do that, um, yeah, could be our giveaway for that day. Maybe when we talk about filling vacancies, we can that'll be our giveaway for the day. We did a how long was it? Two hours? We did a two hour master class on how to find great tenants fast, and. Just basically, we, we went right into every single detail of exactly how we find tenants. Mm-hmm. And currently, we are not following that. <laughs> he says all. we, but he's talking about me. <laughs> I was being polite. <laughs> I, I just, I, yeah. yeah. We, we each have our roles. Yeah. We, sure. we defined our roles, and that's, that's it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that'd be a good one to have. And, and if you guys want us to do that, I mean, all you got to do is just say, hey, do that. <laughs> literally I, you know I, I keep mentioning this and I'm like I'm, I'm down there ready to shake the microphone and, and just like call in guys so you guys can ask your questions I know that a lot of you I know thank you for you know Brent for calling Brent for calling in today and asking his question um I know that's something that he's working on he's working on you know learning all about what to do when things happen and uh and and thank you you know to Janet as well and to to Tony for calling in um Courtney says yes with um, several exclamation points. I would love that. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Courtney's very good at uh, filling vacancies too. She's very picky and yeah, very no, detailed. Nothing about, wrong with knowing what you want. Yeah, Makes things a lot easier. Knowing the tenant profile and sticking to it. And you know what? You get a message and Gabby knows within 30 seconds whether this is someone that's a prospect or not. Yeah, whether I'm going to even respond to it. Like I don't even entertain half of them. Like I don't even respond back. Yes, it's available. If I've looked at their profile picture and their profile picture is like do, I said. Well, that's your first indicator of do they meet the profile that I'm looking for? Yeah. Do they meet, do they match the tenant profile that I'm looking for? And if they don't, if they have seven dogs and 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 they're, I don't know, they're wrestling with the seven dogs in their profile picture and they have a gun in their hand. Well, that's <laughs> not the person that I'm looking for. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? <laughs> But, you know, if it's them smiling with their two kids and and your, you know, your unit or your property is a family friendly, you're looking for a young family with two to three kids, yeah. then they're like, okay, this person might fit. So I'm going to scroll a little bit friend, further. Even their friends list is very telling. Mm-hmm. Usually like that first little grid of who shows up on their friends list, it's like, oh, okay, you are friends with a bunch of thugs. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the people who are going to come and drink with you in your nice suite. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But if you scroll through that and the first couple, you know, indicators are positive and yes, this does, this person does look like the type of person that I would rent to, then you Gabby automatically, bam, let's get them in. Yeah. Let's get them to see it. 
Ilana just asked a very good question. Are you guys friends on Facebook with your tenants? Hell no. Words right <laughs> out of my mouth. No, um, and you'll hear people being like, oh, we had these tenants for 10 years and we still yada, yada, yada. And like, this is a business, you guys. And when you become friends with your tenants, that's when the lines get blurred and you get walked all over and you don't you don't treat it like a business what happens when they don't pay their rent oh well you're just going to give them a pass this time because you know whatever you guys yeah. are friends they're nice um, or you're worried that they're going to say something on your profile yeah or they're going to post something and tag you yeah but on the flip side of that um my favorite tenant um moved out earlier this year in the spring after she had been with us for several years and I got along with her so well, so well, like from the moment that she came to view the suite, um, I think she might have given me a hug when I told her that we would were accepting her. Like she was just like over the top suite. We we clicked. We got along. It was always very friendly throughout the three, four years that she was with us. And when she moved out and she left we became online friends and I, we still need to connect. We message each other every once in a while that we should take the dogs for a walk because we both live in um, Leduc here. Yeah. So like in that situation, once the professional relationship is done, I have no problem with that. But like, no, don't be friends with your tenants. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sucks for us because we, Gabby and I both have very public profiles. Yes. Um, because we're so active on social media and, and providing education and, and tips and stuff like that, it would be very easy for someone to, to find us. Uh, we don't advertise our names um, very publicly, unless, of course, like you're putting it on like a Facebook marketplace or a Facebook mm -hmm. group. Um, we try and keep our names separate so that they're not looking us up. But for the most part, we have a very professional business page and, and they see that we are real estate investors and that there's nothing else we can really do about that. But adding them as friends, I mean, they can follow us privately just as we're following them privately. Yeah. <laughs> and keep oh, I on. check in on our tenants all the time on social yeah, media. It's a good tell. But um, yeah, definitely I would not um, uh, become quote unquote friends with them. Yeah. I know when our tenants uh, buy a property and are planning to move out before they tell us. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I found out so much stuff by checking in periodically on social media. <laughs> well, yeah, we had uh, we had one tenant that um, uh, they were talking about building a house. Yeah. I uh, even found out their address because of the community page they were talking about it. I knew where they were moving. I knew holy their fuck, address. Nancy Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, okay. <laughs> Tony had mentioned, uh, we're going to be winding things up here, but uh, uh, Tony mentioned one can always make a REI-based Facebook profile to use to be friends with tenants. That's a great point. Um, I created Too one a while work, back, though. but uh, I couldn't get into groups because my profile hadn't been open long enough and then I just forgot about it. So I, I do have one of those. It's a, not a bad idea. But then, of course, you want to keep your um, Facebook profile locked or only open to friends, which, you know, for us, that doesn't necessarily work because, um, you know, we want more people to find the morning show. So it's, that's not a great way to to spread the word. Uh, another question that got missed here was, I believe it was Ryan had it earlier. Uh, he had asked if I can find it. Um, I, I can't find it. But the question <laughs> was, uh, how are the vacancies right now um, in November? How's, is there a lot? Oh, of how's the November vacancy going? Much interest. So I, I talked about that. Yeah. Um, there's, 
Yeah, the the interest is definitely lower than it would be in the summer. Like I'm definitely not getting as many messages as I normally would Um, because it's a lower price point. Like usually I'm quite flooded Mm -hmm. and I haven't been and I'm I'm putting that on the time of year because nothing else has changed. And and the reason for that is it's. Yes, some people would say because people don't want to move in the middle of winter. The other part is that most landlords have, have their, their leases, leases ending. ending in the spring and summer. Um, so if all of the leases are ending in spring and summer, that's the best time to be having your leases end because that's when everybody is going to be looking have the for big a new pool place. of people. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it is limited. It's just like flipping. Um, it's much better to flip during the spring and summer. Yeah. Um, so that way you have lots of buyers, buyers yeah. right now we have less buyers. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, It'll that's just longer. where the demand is. Yeah. Right. Anywho, uh, again, thank you so much for everyone that called in Janet and Tony and, um, we'll be seeing Brent. you in the morning. Yeah. And we will see you guys tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 